out of control, I'm out of control Out the park, park centerfold Yeah, hard to say, overload Ain't no parking space, on the road Yeah, I'm out of control, I'm out of control Out the park, park centerfold Yeah, say your breath, I'm too cold Yeah, devil hate me, wanna take my soul Yeah, I am just a source of what you stole I'm about to knock it out the park Yeah, centerfold Yeah, hard to say Yeah, overload uh, What they want cause they won't leave me long Yeah, told them don't let me yo, get in my song Yo, 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 yo We back Brand new episode of break. Yo, that's um, it's trail size, man. In the words of um, I don't know who the fuck said this. I forget. Actually, this has been across my mind. But as it retains the NBA commissioner, if I say what I have to say, I get in trouble. Uh, so. Which we'll have a dialogue about that fella later in the pod because um, that's a dialogue in itself, really big dialogue in itself. So we'll get to that later. But we here, we back. Um, lot to talk about. We got a we got WrestleMania teams, um, post little WrestleMania teams to talk about. Lots of shit going on in the NBA, of course. Uh, and uh, I think we got UFC stuff. As well, because I think I know you posted, you or Dion posted some shit going on. So, mm-hmm. uh, little UFC stuff going on too. So, heavy ep- epi- episode for you guys. Uh, also, as I've been telling you guys, uh, I'm working. I was going to give you guys opportunity to cop some merch. Make cop some merch on Teespring. Changed the name of their website to Spring. So I'm gonna have to edit that. I just looked at it as I was setting up the uh, new promo codes. So. Free shipping. Just type in UTM ships and you'll get free shipping. If you want $10 off, UTM vibes 10 and you get $10 off your merch. So make sure you copy some merch on spring. Uh, I am also, I also realized you can actually make a full on domain website now. So don't got to be really just legit Teespring. So working on that, that'll probably be the earliest to be done this week. Earliest this weekend, by the time you guys listen to uh, Black with Tacos, so by the time the episode drops, or even Timeless Vibes, whichever comes out first, the domain will probably be set up. So anyway, let's go ahead, get into this, got to talk about Mania Week has officially been completed. Very, very successful week for the WWE, successful week for a lot of wrestlers, a lot of fans, and itself. Good, good job for the uh, whole WWE brand. Everything went well without not many problems. So that's a W in itself. But let's go ahead and recap this heavy week. We had, uh, did, last week we didn't talk about NXT, right? Right? We recorded on yeah, Monday probably last week. Not. Probably not. All right, cool. So let's go ahead and uh, recap NXT Stand and Deliver. Uh, night one. Zoe Stark. Uh, defeated Tony Storm in the singles match. I don't know who Zoe Stark is yet, so yeah. But her going over Tony Storm is pretty pretty good for her. Yeah, they, they call her for her job. Uh, Tony Storm for her job repair. So 
had to put over somebody. Like I said, I don't know who that is either. But she's going to be somebody. Well, clearly. Well, right so, over Tony Storm. Sad, sad day for the niggas who like snow bunnies, but it be like that sometimes. Yeah, man. Like, thick thickness took a L here. Uh, Pete Dunn beat Kushida in a, uh, hey, let these niggas beat the shit out of each other match because, hey, why not? It's going to be a great match, which it was. It was a good match. So, uh, Pete Dunn went over. I have no problems because yeah. Kushida literally proceeded to. I'm about to say the exact same shit. Proceeded to win a belt right after. Exactly. Like, some fucking OG goddamn WWE right after uh, fucking ruthless aggression type booking in which, hey, we're going to beat folks ass. Then folks going to get a fucking belt right after that shit. Exactly. So, yeah. it'd be that way. Kind of like how Cena beat most of his people, but lost the next time he fought them niggas. Cena's going to be the dog shit out of niggas. And niggas like, yeah, let me do some heel shit. But Kushida won clean. Uh, and honestly, they was, I guess they was all in their heads like, okay, we got to, we, 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 we're high on um, Escobar, which, honestly, why wouldn't you be? Um, most likely you're going to send either. Make him do greater things in terms of uh, in terms of um, what's that called? Uh, NXT yeah. potentially like hold the big belt or send that nigga to 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 the main roster. It's looking like the main roster to me, um, which I would never have a problem with because that nigga Escobar is very very good at his job. Um, so, uh, that's, that's good that he's going to be able to get to, um, show out in front of a, a, a bigger audience, hopefully be able to not get disrespected, uh, because of like any language barriers or things of that nature. Which he Just doesn't like have. The great one, huh? Which he doesn't have because nigga talks all his promos in English. Good English. Awesome. So he shouldn't have that, that, that language barrier that. Unfortunately, the other great Hispanic wrestler had when he was getting caught up. Um, and I wish nothing but great things on his end. Uh, he has a nice little stable that I pray that the moment WWE sees, they don't break the fuck up because they have a tendency of saying, yeah, let's get this guy on his own. For fucking what? In, in all honesty, for fucking what? Uh, we still don't know if Tucker is okay. I see him in that little stupid ass SmackDown Andre the Giant Memorial that you everyone <laughs> lost to fucking Jimmy Uso to, but I, I, I hope I hope Tucker as well because his, his ass definitely got fucking Jimmy. What's that nigga name? What was what was uh Sean Marty's partner name? Uh, Marty Janetti. Yeah, Marty definitely Gennetti. got fucking Marty Janetti. He definitely got Marty Janetti. There was a point where both got Janetti, but. Otis recovered. <laughs> no, Otis got what you McCarthy. Otis got um, what's that nigga name? That 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 fucking Sable got more over than him. Oh, uh, like Marco or some shit like that. Mark Schick and Brock Lesnar whooped his ass. Um, shit, damn, I know who you talking about G. God damn, I can't think of. Well, oh, basically, what the fuck happened to Rusev? Yeah. Yo, 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 the chick that you on screen with, well, that was Rusev's wife, legit, got more over than you did. So, uh, yeah, and then she 
fell flat. It's just this is a whole horrible situation. Harry Machinery should have stayed a tag team. Uh, so, yeah. I'm really looking at dude name because who did she manage? Hold on. It's going to come back. Professional wrestling. Come on. Mark Mark Merrow. There we go. Mark Merrow. Okay, yeah. yeah. See, I'm like, I know, I know dude's name. So, but yeah. So, yeah, that did happen. It be that way sometimes. Uh, but yeah, so back to uh, NXT. Uh, Bronson Reed in a six man gauntlet eliminator to be the number one contender for the NXT North American Championship. Bronson Reed won over Swerve Scott again, Cameron Grimes, LA Knight, Dexter Loomis, and Leon Ruff. Uh, I'm surprised Bronson Reed went over, but it is what it is because he proceeded to lose anyway. So, what difference does it make? Um, yeah. That nigga, that nigga ain't never leaving NXT, bro. I'm so nah, scared. Yeah, he's he's a, he, like, he's just the he just I don't see main roster. He don't scream main roster. He's just a. No, I don't, I don't give a fuck about Bronson Reed. I'm talking about goddamn Gargano. Uh, Gargano. Oh no, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that nigga just not leaving NXT. I don't know why, bro. I don't know what dirt he got on Triple H. I don't know if he's fucking scared. Which I like, why be scared? A lot of niggas who, who left in it, like, really, other than literally what we just saw with Andrade, Alistair Black is quote unquote injured. Where the fuck? And what's the problem? Okay, maybe Buddy Murphy, but I don't know why the fuck they just dropped off on Buddy Murphy. He might get released soon, and that would bring tears to my eyes. But what, what, what NXT, like, character is really Ricochet? Ricochet. Ricochet got the personality of a fucking stump, so you shouldn't really worry about that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just wonder, like, what NXT star right now is really not, like, progressing in their role that make you think, like, shit, I don't want to do this because I'm going to end up, you know, not, 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 um, whatchamacallit, um, going crazy, so... I digress. Um, hopefully, hopefully that um, they find something to do for this nigga, and it'll be a little bit more like a little bit more. How should I say this? Like it'll be a little bit. It'll be a little bit something that make Johnny Gargano fresh, because now he's just known as. I'm really good at wrestling, so put me on takeover. Pretty much. <laughs> I don't know how far you can get with that shit. Like I said, I'm not. I could be wrong. He probably, you know, takeover is probably the best. I mean, Johnny Wrestling is probably the best thing going for him. So, get that for right. But it, to me, it's a old back, so. But it is what it is. Uh, Gargano's still your NXT North American champion. Uh, moving on, Walter and Ciampa had a really slap of a match. Uh, I enjoyed this match. Walter goes over. Uh, all I'm saying is that when he did get the chop, that chop at the end, the, I think the end of the match was fun, funny as hell because he literally slapped the shit out of that nigga. Definitely. Uh, a lot of people... And it's wrestling, so how could I not predict that was going to happen? 
are confused that um, the man that is known for chopping niggas' heads off won with Le Chop. Um, if you know anything about like WWE, they will push the thing that he's like famous for. And the niggas famous for a chop. Seeing somebody win with the chop is so fucking refreshing. It's different. Like, and it's so not different. just like it's mind you, chop. I am a Walter fucking Stan. I want to see this man do great things for the rest of his career or wherever he goes. I ain't saying he's leaving anytime soon. I'm just saying, I'm a Walter Stan. I want to see Walter with the big belt. So, like, soon. I think a lot of things that he is missing is somebody like Walter who can, like, legit carry them in terms of a, uh, a, a international star with, the, with that great-ass stable that he got. So, him smacking a nigga with a fucking, what a, what a chop? And pinning them afterwards? Let me get that. And then, like, somebody said it best on Twitter that I wasn't even thinking of. That person was like, Walter does like, Walter, Walter does like tick damage or residual damage to you. He was like, he does all these slams and, 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 and these body slams and chops and shit. So when you're done and when you're tender, he just give you one good ass chop and you call it a day. It's not like he's doing anything to why He's literally beating this person into submission until they can't fight no more. So that fucking chop felt like him getting fucking thrown off the top of something like Shane McMahon. We'll get to that later. <laughs> so I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a good match. Uh, so I'm not mad at literally a man who's, no. especially is chopping niggas winning by chop. Especially if he throws you off a rope and you're coming at him at full speed. You're going, it's going to hurt. Well, Let me do it to like you, Nick. Somebody just shot him with a Glock. Exactly. He's going to be fine. It's not going to be a good feeling. Moving on. Uh, MSK is the new NXT Tag Team Champions. Well deserved. After beating the Grizzled Young Vets and Legado del Fantasma. Um, mm-hmm. I, so, I'm not mad. MSK is literally the hottest new thing on NXT's Tag Team Division. Mm-hmm. And, ho- and with it slowly being rebuilt, they're a good team to uh, help be like one of the flagship tag teams of the newly NXT yeah, tag great, division. Great, good match. I was salty that the Grizzle Young Vets didn't do their fucking promo that they do when they come out to them. Really fucking salty. I love the Grizzle Young Vets promo when they basically just treat niggas for the rest of the time. Yeah, I mean, before they get to the ring. Great shit. Need more of it from other people. Um, so I was a little salty on that end. But... Um, the Grizzle Young Vets. Uh, I mean, not the Grizzle Young Vets. MSK winning with the right move. Good baby face team to get behind. Fuck that NXT crowd with the fucking the dildo, the one of the sacks that they had instead of San Andreas fucking sex doors. Fuck the NXT crowd for having the audacity to boot them niggas one fucking night after them niggas won a fucking championship on a fucking show before Mania. Like, what the fuck? Just because they're going against Drake Maverick and Killian Dane? Look, I rock with Drake Maverick and his fine-ass wife. I rock with Killian Dane 
and his thick ass wife. There's no way that you can tell me that that oh man, uh did, did we like them because they more of a baby face, so let's boo the other niggas. No, fuck Killian Dane and Drake Maverick is a comedy team. I don't Very care much. if they are when it comes to laughs a little bit over. MSK been doing this shit. They got the baby face sympathy on them. Fuck them niggas, bro. Yeah. And, that and still. That's all I'm going to say. And still. I'm going to be like one of them niggas. And still. Oh, folks. Yeah. Uh, shout out uh, to them niggas. Yeah. Then we have the uh, NXT Women's Championship main event in night one where Raquel Gonzalez uh, beats Io Shirai. Really good match, um, hard hitter match, which I expected, which I was, of course I expected from. Um, like I said, Raquel was due to go over. Like I'm not shocked by it. Good win for her. Uh, shout out to her. So, and shout yeah. out to Eo, of course, for doing a great job putting her over. Yeah, uh, definitely. Shout out to Eo. Um, shout out to. Everybody, obviously, that was involved in that match. Really good, hard-hitting. Raquel was the right choice. Making her fucking face was the wrong. But yeah, that's the confusing thing right now is making her face. Like, I do not get that. Like, it's like, and we'll see where things go from there. From, like, I really didn't watch NXT this past week. Like, I zoomed through it, but I'm like, even on NXT, they're presenting her as a face. She doesn't sound right as a face. Like, Rhea Ripley, no. you could pull the face off because, like, she just had the look. Who can do and be, who can go both ways? Raquel doesn't at all. No. So, that's, 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 that's for them to figure out. So, hopefully they realize that ain't the wave. But, uh, night two. Killian Dane and Drake Maverick, um, beat Brizango, which led to a future, uh, NXT tag team match. Um, which that already happened. We briefly went over that. Shout out to Killian Dane, Drake Maverick. Um, it is what it is, but I do know the Imperium niggas whoop Killian Dane's ass on NXT. So, and I love it. What the way said, I love it. The Imperium niggas. The Imperium niggas different, G. That's why I fucked with them niggas. Um, then we have a really great ladder match match between Santos Escobar and Jordan GameCube head. Uh. Shout to, so shout to uh, Santos Escobar for winning, very decisively too. It was very decisive on how you won. It was funny as hell. Uh, but yeah, and then Santos Escobar proceeds to lose the belt to uh Kushida later on in the week, but later on next week. But this week, I mean, so I don't really care. It was just a way to say who's the undisputed cruiserweight champion. And like I said on the last pod, I believe Escobar is. Above that cruiserweight belt, so mm-hmm. wherever they do with them next, it's on them. Whether that is to uh, put them in the uh, world, the NXT titles, the main title scene, great. Or you want to shoot them up to the main roster and start building up to be the next great Mex- Mexican uh, Latino WWE star. Do as you please, because I think he's ready. Um. Then Amber Moon and Shotzi Blackheart beats the way. Um, really good match. This was a really fun match. Um, not surprised that Amber Moon and Shotzi won. Yeah, not surprised either. Um, 
uh, though I honestly hate that um, a tag team that involves the name of the, the, the two wrestlers as the name. Um, I hate that shit in all honesty with, with every fiber of my being. But Ember Moon and Sasha Blackheart is a good tag team. Unfortunately, one day, you know, Ember Moon would outgrow Sasha. And, uh, and I mean, not Ember Moon, fuck. Shotzi Blackheart without yeah. growing the moon. My bad. No, that was wrestling a blast right there. Yeah, I'm about to say, like, uh. So I know that given her these tag belts as a placeholder, um, prayers goes out to Shotzi. I believe she lost her father. Mm. Um, or somebody real close to her. I hate to get it wrong and say it was her father. I hope it's not. But I can't remember. After the moment, I know she lost someone very close to her. Um, so prayer goes out to her, um, dealing with that situation. I know this is big. This is like our first mania weekend. That was she was really weak, I should say, that she was really like crazily involved in. Yeah, it was her father. Yeah. So Yeah, so R. I. P. Um to that. Stay strong. And um Yeah, uh shout out to them. Right, look. I got a thing for Indy Hartwell, so anytime I see her lose, it's kind of make me sad. Shout out to Dustin Rumors on BD. But, um, uh, yeah. The way lost. So, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how they feel about Candace legit LeRae in terms of, like, a character on television. She don't win shit. It's like she the opposite win. of, like, her husband is, like, Johnny always wins, then Candace is, like, eh. Let me see about it. But she don't win shit. I know she's a heel now and shit like that. I know when eventually she do win, niggas are gonna go absolute crazy. It's gonna feel good if she ever fucking wins. Hunter has a thing in which a lot of women who deserves the NXT title never gets the NXT women's title. And the moment they go to the main roster, they become one of the better champs, a la Becky Lynch and motherfucking uh, Bianca Bella. Never held the title. But have the they both main event at a WrestleMania. Um mm-hmm. and that's nothing to go on Triple H. Everybody can't win the fucking title. I hate if everybody won the title. But um yeah. Shout out to uh Yep. Moving on, uh Johnny Gargano beat Bronson Reed. I really did not care. Uh I, I knew that Bronson Reed was not gonna win this match after that gauntlet. So it is what it is. You lost Johnny Takeover. Deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, we all have to, but he won't have to deal with it. Yep. Uh, and Cross versus Finn Balor was a really great match. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, great, strong, but good match. It was a good match. Uh, Losing to a skinhead always irks me. <laughs> so, seeing that nigga lose to a skinhead irks. Yeah. Fuck it is what it is. I knew this was coming a mile away. Uh, the jet right. How do you honestly look at yeah Tim Ballard and be like, yeah, let's drop him off to Karen Cross. Not job, job is a horrible word today. Yeah, I'm like, gee, what? like, job is. But how do you look at him still and just be like, yeah, Karen Cross goes over? What do Karen Cross for NXT brand bring? That's the thing I wanted. I'm curious about because it's like we know that 
the jet pack is on him. Like they believe a lot on him. Like it's literally a lot. Like I don't know what it is. They just fuck with him heavy. So I don't know, but we can see. It's more like we can see type thing because just they pushing this nigga hard regardless. Before the injury, it was he was unbeatable. Then just the they slowed it down just a little bit when he came back. Uh, still looked very dominant, but at the same time a little bit beatable. And so, which I understand why they did that, but they believe in them. Something that they see, like you got the big presence, the bigger than life entrance, more. Be- Excuse more because of his wife, but still, like he just has the intimidating factor. But he's also mad as shit, so it's just that's the turnoff. <laughs> and I, I think we don't give a crap about like politics in terms of wrestling. And so, like him being mad at uh, fucking Triple H here too. Um, and I rock the Triple H to the off degree. Same thing with Vince, Vinny Mac, Maga yeah. and the motherfucker. Uh, I don't know if they were one of those like straight like but um ask like Kerry Cross or that that one referee is but uh, like anti vaxxers type manga and shit like that. But um um I just like um typically um who won against each other right now? I know Philly just won. Uh it's the Grizzlies and uh Mavericks. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, they excited. It's just like sometimes watching Grizzly games turn me off because every time I look at a fucking highlight, it's John Morant missing a dunk. I'm like, what the fuck is this a highlight? <laughs> he got high on that. Of course he did. He fucking jumped in hell. He got a high ass vertical. So <laughs> like the nigga who, who he didn't dunk on played good defense. Got his ass off the sky. Um but yeah. so, like, but back to back to fucking Maga Kemp. Who, who who the fuck cares at this point? I don't know who takes the belt. I probably can't look in the. I want to say fucking Walter, but I think Walter and Finn is next. Um, which should absolutely go crazy. I was hoping it'd be Walter versus Finn, with both belts on the line. That would be then dope. After he takes the NXT belt, he just relinquished the UK belt. He ain't finning that motherfucker like that. Exactly. And it and it allows somebody over there to try to win that belt back because Walter washed has been watching that whole NXT UK scene for two three years now. So yeah, that would be that would have been smart. So who knows? But um, I'm curious on who they throw at him. I'm very curious. Um, but it's moving on, a placeholder champ. I mean, that, a placeholder, like not placeholder champ. That sounds horrible. Like a person I think is gonna throw easily get behind, but loses. He already beat Champa. He already Ciampa. beat the who next? Um, you can't say Kyle O'Reilly, but even then, like, I hope Kyle O'Reilly get a bigger win than just that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's I mean, not that many people 
right now on the who I could think of be like, oh, you know, let him go against them. Wait to see. We'll see. Um, next, Kyle O'Reilly versus uh, Adam Cole, unsanctioned match. This was like one of the fastest 40 minutes I've ever seen because it didn't feel like 40 minutes. But um, shout out to Kyle O'Reilly for going over. I saw this coming a mile away. Um, good match. Really creative ways to beat the living shit out of each other. Like, I ain't mad at how it went. Um, Adam Cole was also talking that shit. Especially the part with the referee. Mm. <laughs> Told the referee. He slaps the referee. Referee goes down. And then he tells the referee. And he goes for the pin. And the referee, he's like, what the hell are you doing? Like, nigga, you, you knocked me out. It's like when Byron Kurt. <laughs> It's like when we was playing 2K19 and Byron Kurt stopped the referee. Never gets old. Never gets old. Beautiful situation. <laughs> Funny as hell, but uh, great match though. Really great match. Uh, yeah. And also, I think get ready for Adam Cole to main roster watch. Yeah, hopefully. Ghost of SmackDown could succeed. It was like SmackDown knows who the hell, you know, they're dealing with in terms of like talent. Can go to the main, I mean, can go to Raw and it could be like a, 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 a big, um, let's hope type situation. Um, so honestly, you know, it's up to the, it's up to the universe to the truth. I think he's still a better fit on Raw. Like, Raw just needs a Adam Cole-type figure to me. I think it would work for him. Um, so, let's wait and see. Really big wait and see vibes. All right, so that's NXT. Um, we already on SmackDown. The only thing worth a damn that happened was Jey Uso winning the Battle Royal. And... Uh, for some goofy reason, Dolph Ziggler and the gang, uh, Dolph Ziggler and the gang, uh, re-earning the tag team titles, which I don't get. Retaining the tag team titles, which I don't get. It is what it is, though. So. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um. Ah, the truth. Uh, wait, I just, wait, holy crap, I just scared the hell out of me. Um, who, uh, who, wait, who's the, who's the Raw Tag Team Champion? Who's the Raw or the SmackDown? SmackDown. Oh, yeah, 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 okay, okay. Now I know what the fuck you're talking about. It went blank to you said tag team, we all know these tag teams are fucking doing shit. Um, Yeah. I don't know who the hell comes up and, and help them niggas out. I know War Raiders are back. Um, I mean, Viking Raiders are back. Well, what they gonna call these niggas? Uh, so that can help on the raw side. Don't know if they're gonna take it immediately off of um whoever the fuck the Raw Team Champions are. The tag team is fucking suck. Mm. Um. Oh, oh, Amos. They're not taking it off of Amos. And they do too early. Hell no, that's not happening. <laughs> uh, 
we're gonna talk about eight months later how to get laughed. Uh but we uh we how should I say this? We uh how much is this? Uh my bad. But on the SmackDown side, if they do like another draft or some shit, bringing a war Raiders over to them, you know, it seemed like a raw tag team as crazy as that sound. You know, raw tag team is even his ass. SmackDown is ass, but raw is like one motherfucker. Um, we can see them, uh, we can see them, uh, We can see them, if the Viking Raiders go over to SmackDown, we can actually see them, you know, have a tag team, like a tag team, hold the fucking belts, hold them long, and things of that nature. So, uh, no homo, but we'll have to see that. I hear you. Uh, but let's go ahead and move on to Mania Weekend itself, night one. Bobby oh. Lashley. Uh, Bobby Lashley defeats Drew McIntyre through Hurt Lock. Really great match. Really great match. Good way to open up uh, Mania itself. Um, I'm, I was really shocked that they let Bobby go over there. I was hoping that Bobby would go over, but I'm shocked that they went along with it because I was in fear of, we owe Drew his moment with a crowd. <laughs> so, I'm glad they said fuck home. that. You said what? Okay. I said, I fucking moment, but uh, yeah, shout out to Drew. <laughs> fucking your moment, bitch. <laughs> that moment eventually, one day. <laughs> but yeah, good match. Um, moving on, women's tag team turmoil for number one contendership. Natalia beat Natalia and Tamina won. Uh, pretty much, this was a very sloppy match. It had its moments. But very sloppy. Shout out to uh, the best moments was, unfortunately, uh, what's her goddamn name? Mandy Rose slipping and Dana Brooks tittying, tittying. Um, those were the best parts of the match. But shout out to Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot. They did put on a good performance. But Natalia and Tamina went on to win the match and lose. So, <laughs> but... Shout out to uh, also Tamina getting her first Mania uh, win and pin. Uh, next, which I believe was one of the one of the best matches of the whole weekend, Cesaro and Seth Rollins. This match only went twelve minutes, but um, really great match. Put on a show. Both both these niggas, these are workhorses. But we also have to put start putting Seth Rollins in discussion of. He is on the verge of being one of the goats to ever do it, G. He's on the verge, nigga, he is. Like, nigga, name a bad Rollins Mania match. Come on. Coming off of ACL. Got one off of Triple H, even though Roman couldn't. Come mm-hmm. on. Like, and I love, hey, I witnessed Roman. No homo. I witnessed that nigga. Hey, hey, me too. Like, he, he's up there. Yeah, you're like, right. He's come up on. There. This nigga just did a corkscrew fucking frog flap. <laughs> Come on, like quit playing with like this. Like I nigga. was talking, I was talking to Tyler. I was like, "Gee, I think this nigga set nobody. I think it's more of a probably a student of wrestling than Seth Rollins because you don't, yeah. you have to sit and watch other people or just you, that nigga. Or as a kid, he would just play 
create a wrestler and create moves all goddamn day. And See, figure I was out. watching. Um, I was watching this thing, and it was fucking morbid. But it was about like people that die in sports. Look, up at night, YouTube had the recommendation. I was like, "Fuck it, don't play on my Switch anyway, right?" Um, and it was some wrestler who fucking died in the ring, I believe, or died out after. I don't know. Or I could have been watching something else that involved a lucha libre wrestler. I digress. Um. Rollins such as food of the game that he he's I, I believe Rollins studied this nigga moveset to the fucking key. Cause when I was watching this nigga, this nigga was hitting Falcon Arrow smooth. Uh he was hitting Phoenix Flash smooth. I'm like, this nigga look like fucking Rollins in the ring. And lo and behold, I'm like, oh Rollins probably, you know, he understands the game. Not not a lot of wrestlers understand the game. And it's not just like I could pop up 14 moves here and call it a day. Rollins don't do this shit off. He ain't gonna hit you with a court crew splash, uh, frog splash often. At and all. like when he does it, it's timely. It's not like it's, I'm doing it just it. to do it. It hit. It yeah. hit hard. Um, it makes you. It makes you want to see Ronda wrestle. It was like when he did the Phoenix Flash. Uh. When he did the Phoenix Flash, that one fucking um, he did the Phoenix Flash in that Royal Rumble against um, Brock Lesnar and John Cena. He did that shit. Everybody mouths dropped, mm-hmm. right? Because we like, this, what the fuck did this nigga just do? Especially people with conditions to like WWE wrestling and not seeing that move often. I'm pretty sure people did it before Ronda. Not saying Ronda was the first one to do it. I can't if I said that myself. But seeing Rollins do it at the time that he did, he brought it out of nowhere. We're like, motherfucker. Um, it's this one move he does with the Falcon Arrow that he, I think he implemented into his moveset more and more. But it's like the move he does, he likes, I think he likes suplex you first, pick you up and do a Falcon Arrow. When he yeah. first did that shit, I think he first did that shit to Cena or some shit. Yeah, he did. I, I think I could count if that's the case. I could be really counting. But I was like, motherfucker, what is this nigga doing? I remember one of my favorite matches of all time is uh, Seth Rollins versus John Cena at SummerSlam. The shit fucking rocked hard because Seth Rollins was just doing shit. <laughs> he was really just doing shit. Kill Seth Rollins as a fucking wrestler, put some respect on him. Um, but I think. When I, when I, but as I, as I look at Seth Rollins and see that a lot of people hate him because him being obnoxious on Twitter, part of his character, him sticking up for his company that he fucking works for, which is funny in the light when you look at it, because and now I'm not, this is not like a goal, an AEW hate thing, but let's just say one wrong word about that fucking company or put. Like, people have to put Ashley Marks when they say Kenny Omega, Young Bucks, or AEW asking out the fucking E and out. Not only will the fans come at that ass, but those same wrestlers will pseudo say some corny ass shit and the AEW fucking fucking top fucking top fucking throaters will, will, will personally come in and go, oh, you, you smashed them, King. You did what you had to do. Get the dick out your mouth. All right? Get it, get it, get it out. Take it out. 
Your fucking your mouth getting fucking your your, your mouth you getting locked jaw. Get out. Making that dude, making that no homo, making that. No, let me quote. Um, now, uh, that match was great. I love the swing, and especially when they were showing my nigga when they were showing the the swing when he was doing that shit. Uh, when he was doing that shit, uh, like replay, and they did the swing really fucking fast. First time I laughed at some wrestling shit that I was that I was supposed to laugh at. In a long time, um, so I, I was like, Man, "This shit funny." Um, but not only did Seth Rollins flex on us about how nigga y'all sitting at home, but I'm doing shit like this because I'm athletic and I do CrossFit. My nigga, that nigga Cesaro, literally, put that nigga on him shoulder and just start spinning. He fresh Prince Bel Air at that nigga. Without holding him, though. Well, exactly. That's the funny part. Without holding him. My nigga, what are you made of? <laughs> like, gee, that, like, that was epic. In the words of Roman Reigns, man, witness this nigga, dog. Real shit. Witness this nigga, man. Big I got two. You're going to have two as well. When is this nigga, dog? This ain't no regular wrestler we fucking with. These ain't no regular wrestlers we fucking with. Hopefully this is a this is gonna lead to a, a big thing for uh big homie Roe. Um hopefully. It's still WWE we fucking with, so time worth it. Yeah, so shout out to Zara and Seth, put on a great show. Uh then AJ Styles and almost beat New Day. I'm not shocked by this. It's it was literally it was written on the wall for AJ to get become a Grand Slam champion, and also the, the star of it above all was almost Amos. What the fuck they want to call him? But uh, that nigga came out in the compression button up. <laughs> there is probably nigga been on this world. I think I'm 25. I believe I'm 25. Nigga been in this world for a while, right? I have yet to see a nigga come out in a fucking compression button up. This is a sick Negro. Where the fuck do you find that? (laughs) I need to know. (laughs) I understand you can't. I understand you want to kind of stay with the motif because he had like some, some fucking wrestling suit pants as well. He but, did have wrestling suit pants on with his name on the back pocket. This name, bro. Hey, Korean, the fucking. Well, this nigga straight WWE James fit. But he was over as hell. He did a great job with it. Look, E. The E. Let's, 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 let's slow down. You ain't gotta push him to the moon because you got a couple kids. Let him, let him, let him be with AJ for a while. Let they let them tag team for a while. AJ is magnificent as a heel, so we can keep him that way for now. And let, let almost talk his shit, huh? And let almost talk his shit. Yeah, let, let almost be almost. 
but don't don't auto like put them niggas against you. I mean like break them niggas up, have almost be a face, have them go against a, a beloved baby face and you got to have them doing that shit. And then we all look fucking stupid because almost fall flat. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So but I, I, I like what I see so far. I really do. I really, really, really do. Yeah, so shout out to the uh shout out to the New Day for help really putting dude over. They did a good job putting dude. They wrestled over. like heels. Everybody in that match wrestled like a heel. Except almost. Exactly. That nigga wrestled like nigga I'm I'm almost like yeah. hey. So shout shout I, so respect to how everything went in that match. Uh Braun Strowman coming out and during the um Going up, it feels the power still made a nigga a little chair up inside because yeah. you know, New Day ain't New Day no more. You know, they they still with New Day, but it ain't the big trio. But that was nice to see. I think you know, WWE like we be breaking up shit, but we can keep some shit going exactly. So, I respect it. Uh, Braun versus Shane McMahon in the steel cage match. Like I said, Braun was going to win this match. It was ready for him to win. Uh, I did say that he was probably that Shane was going to win, mainly because Braun threw that nigga off a cage, but he did throw him off the cage, but he kept him in the cage. Uh, shout out to Braun ripping open the cage. That's That was different. That was very different. I respect it. I respect it. But... This is my only gripe with this whole match was Braun Strowman's little anti-be-a-star-as-a-promo about bullies and shit. You should have ripped... When Stephen McMahon gave you that goddamn script, you should have ripped that shit in half. You should have ripped that shit in half. But you made your adult decision. You stuck to it. Kind of fuck, fucked everything over. But other than that, it was a solid match. Shane fell off. Shane did coast to coast. He did. He fell off something. Everything went to plan. Yep. I agree. I enjoyed the match the way it was. Um, I, the same thing, that was my only gripe too. The fact is I was watching a BSR promo for a nigga who probably in a couple of months time would be a fucking heel. So, what's the point? Bless you. Bless you. Thank you. So, what's the point of actually, like, fucking... That's my thing. Like, what's the point of him doing that shit? You ain't, I'm not going to tell Snoopy for a nigga who can ball up half the world in his fucking game. He's just not. Like, calling him stupid and shit like that, you can possibly be like, Shane was a fucking challenge. He got that shit, and he fell off a cage because he wanted that shit. Boom. We need a Roman. We need a Braun to have a lady match. Pretty much. Uh, next, moving on. Bad Bunny, Damian Priest beat uh the Miz and Miz and Morrison. Uh, Bad Bunny put on a damn show. The man did a fucking Canadian Destroyer. Well, not people talk about Canadian Destroyer. Now, I'm not one of the niggas who would say the Canadian Destroyer is actually ninety percent of the the person doing the flip. You fuck. You can still break your fucking neck if somebody don't help you Literally, if not he, done he, properly, niggas can die. He was in sync. 
Yes. This nigga. Yes. When he did a fucking falcon arrow. He did a falcon fucking arrow too. Like my man's bad bunny, and you niggas to sit there and try to sit there. Well, what about these these niggas? Best celebrity wrestler ever. Wait, what about who? The only person who probably put in more work, not put in work, but probably had like a match with you and just gonna be like, okay, yeah, that that nigga did that shit. Was fucking um, fucking uh, Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee was a kicker. I know we talk shit about kickers. They say they get no pussy, but, but gee. they they have to train. The athletes. The athletes. The athletes. Fucking like legs are the size of goddamn pounds. They, they gotta do that shit. So yep. I don't want to hear that shit whatsoever. But for uh, so you know. But a but, non-athlete. Yeah, funny is just that they are promoting the tour. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Like, Shout out to the price of them tickets. <laughs> What'd you say? Shout out to the price of them tickets, nigga. Mexican niggas mad as shit. Well, Mexican Latino niggas mad as shit. <laughs> Somebody said, I saw fifteen hundred. We all come out with pandemic. Exactly. So, look, I don't really go to concerts, so I have no. No, I don't like live shit. I want to go to wrestling for the experience. I don't like live shit. I think concerts are low key a waste of fucking money. Because you're for like a fucking hour and you spent a shit ton of money seeing a person who did not acknowledge it. At least wrestling, I might see something different. Them niggas in concert do the same as that shit every time they go to a show. Unless you like one of the niggas who went to an OG Jenny uh, Jackson concert and she pulled you up on stage and you was on break for like in the next like fucking four days or something. But other than that, like, I don't. Like basketball games, yeah. Baseball games, if somebody else paying. Um, hockey, maybe. Football, if it's not nosebleed. And, and not cold. And not fucking cold. So there's a chance I will never go to a Bears game. And soccer, you couldn't pay me to watch that. So, well, actually you could pay me, but it's going to be a good price. But wrestling, definitely go to that. Concert, I don't like concerts, dog. I just don't think they're worth it. I don't care if fucking Weekend and Drake did a fucking Timmy Turner, Jimmy Power Hour fucking concert where they're releasing fucking new songs just for the concert. I watched that riff on YouTube. Like fuck that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, shout out to Bad Bunny, shout out to Damian Priest. Um, really good match. Uh, shout out to Miz for and Miz and Morrison for helping Bad Bunny look good as well. There's a reason why they were trusted with this match. So, and also shout out to uh Drew Gulak and uh Adam Pierce for training up Bad Bunny as well for this. So, the man looked prepared. Bad Bunny taking it seriously, man. All you wrestling niggas, like Shaq did the exact same thing. When there was somebody who, took, who took care of him and Cody Rhodes and was able to put on some good shit. I'm not, I'm not going to compare them to Max. Fuck that. Like, one, I ain't going to put Shaq down and go, he an asshole most of the time. And two, what's the point of comparing two different types of niggas when it comes to that, that ring shit? But, I will say this, the amount of, like they, they both show and Pat McAfee, but like I said, he kinda don't count because he was already athletic. Um Shaq too, the Shaq old fuck. When you put the work in, it looks good. It looks good. It don't look like you just like I remember like probably the worst one ever was fucking Smithy. 
I, I really don't remember that, and I'm glad I don't remember that. It was like Snooky, John Morrison, probably like Michelle McCool or some shit. I don't want to say Trish Stratus. I don't think it was Trish Stratus. But um, versus, um, no, it couldn't be Michelle McCool because they were going to get late to it. I don't know who it was. Was it Kelly Kelly? I don't fucking know. Um, if they were going to get late to and that shit was bad. And I think, no, 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 they stopped doing it back then. I remember when Lake Hood used to fucking wrestle with microphones on, dude. Shit, horrible. I know they did it to be annoying, but that's like listening to Ricky Guerrero for more than two minutes, dog. That shit would be horrible. Um, that was also a cringy time in women's wrestling, so. Yeah. So, it is what it is. But moving on, Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks, one of the, I'm going to just be it might be hot takeish i don't give a fuck one of the best wrestlemania main events ever i don't give a fuck oh it, it, will, it will be hard to name 20 wrestlemania main events ever. so probably name 10 but then again you know understandable that's perfectly but in, in honesty wise i'm saying like there is you know such and such, such, and such. you can't name these fucking 20 matches better than that shit nope at all. Great front to From start to finish. And this is a prime example. What's that prime? Yeah, it's a prime example of like sometimes crowds make make differences in matches, G. That beginning made the hell of a difference, G. That beginning made the hell of a difference. Um and Bianca took advantage of the moment. Sasha made her look like a million bucks like we thought she was going to. Great match. Really freaking great match. Um, happy for Bianca to have her moment. Uh, like, really good moment. Shout out to Montez Ford. You are our blessed brother. My brother. Um, hey. They go crazy. But, yeah. So. Uh, the match itself, storytelling-wise, beautiful, was, was basically saying, look, we know Sasha one day will probably go down as the fucking GOAT. And it probably wouldn't be because of title ring. If I like people consider Shawn Michaels the GOAT, go look at Shawn Michaels fucking WrestleMania record. It's ass. It's fucking horrible. I think he's six for eleven. I believe so. He has eleven fucking losses. Go look at Triple H's fucking record. Triple H probably double digit wins. He also has thirteen losses. My nigga, thirteen. That's more WrestleMania than half of the roster fucking Benny. Um, so when we when we have those conversations about those two, you know, about Mania records and legendary, name one person who wouldn't say, well, they probably wouldn't call Shawn Michaels their goal. But name one person who don't have respect for Shawn Michaels and honestly wouldn't put them in their top 10 non-biased wrestlers list. Come on, he's a showstopper. Put some respect on my man's name. Um, so what he's doing in NXT is also sort of trying to go back. But, like, when you look at, when you look at Sasha, she will go down. If not the greatest. I don't give a fuck what type of list WWE brings. They will talk about Charlotte. They'll talk about your status for no fucking reason. She will go down as the greatest, like, women's wrestler of all time because of what she can do in the ring, what she can do outside of the ring, and how much star factor that she's bringing. She made her look like a million bucks. That's kudos to, to, to Bianca. But what Sasha did in terms of putting somebody over, in terms of just mannerisms, 
of a match. Sasha could sell her ass off. But not just that. They told a story of saying, like, motherfucker, who really is the best? And Sasha is, I mean, and, 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 and Bianca is the ESP, but you have to go through who's, who is considered the best the women wrestling. So, like, that shit right there, yeah. It, it, it will bring it to me all out of shit like that. Uh, what really brought it to my ass is the fucking braid whip thing. I was like, what the fuck? Gee, but, that sounded, <laughs> that, that still, that sound was harsh. Exactly. Fucking working multiple football fields. Yeah, uh, that's not the lot of situation. I believe a couple of them got fucking injured during that match. So it's just like it's very hard to continue having a great match when niggas are injured. But um, yeah, um, I just I what can I say? Yeah. This is uh, that 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 was amazing. I got nothing else to say. Yeah, nothing else to say about that. Yeah, really great moment. Uh, really great moment for Black wrestling history. Great moment for Black women wrestling history. So, yeah. dope to see that. Also, fuck JBL for his comment, but it yeah, is what it fuck is. Fuck JBL. Fuck King. It's always been fuck Jerry King Law since I was born. Always. And fuck Booker T. I usually don't go off the, the Booker T cool wagon, but you ain't say shit. He ain't say a word, G. Boss, hey, I, I heard that. J- I heard JBL got niggas fired, G. So huh? like niggas, I heard JBL has a record of like niggas that try to go against them gets them fired. So, nigga, imagine firing Booker T in this fucking landscape. Nigga, you ain't making that. You ain't making that shit out alive. That's you probably me because I said something about Black History. Oh yeah, WWE ain't, ain't even gonna hold that. I believe WWE can like beat any PR nightmare because they have. But that would go that would go hurt a little bit different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That shit ain't gonna go as, away as much as they think it is. Yeah. But well, fuck, fuck that. Man. I don't wanna hear that shit scared of big bad JB fucking hell. Beat his ass. Like I don't give a fuck. He get you fired, beat his ass. Because he is John Brent's out. It all rocks with JB. I hope fucking my nigga Ron Simmons said damn in his fucking face when he said that dumb shit. Why probably, would you say that dumb shit? Probably send a text. Imagine the lady get it. He probably got a text from uh Ron Simmons. Damn, you like damn fuck. Yeah. <laughs> be hurt. Like damn, nigga, we just freaking did a back to back documentary about each other, nigga. Fuck you, like shit. But hey, moving on. Night two. Let's try to breeze through this because night two is kind of cheeks. Um, Randy Orton defeated the Fiend. Uh, very mid. Nothing to add there. <laughs> Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler beat Natalya Tamina mid. But it was it was the right move. It, yeah, I agree. It was the right move. That, it is what it is, though. Uh, Tamina was not holding during that match. Uh, mm. uh, Kevin Owens. One holy. Don't say mm. You said some horrible shit about Tamina. I ain't going to say on the podcast, but it involved fucking motor oil. That shit was horrible. I said Remember that. you reading some shit on Twitter? 
Apollo Crews must have put 
Vince onto Black Panther and coming to America, and Vince McMahon was like, I got some ideas. <laughs> that shit, I like it. Um, which I ain't no problem with. It's all doing with That nigga fit was fucking atrocious. That fit was disgusting. That fit is a... Geez. Fucking atrocious. You could have called. A- Look, man, Vince could have called Amazon and said, "Do you have any extra outfits from the uh, Coming to America sequel, Look, please?" Talk to him, bro. That shit was atrocious, man. Like, come on, G. but shout out to Apollo Crews, and it keeps Biggie safe because he looked good in the match regardless. But um, Rhea Ripley defeated uh, Oscar. It was a decent match, sloppy. Their raw match was sloppier, but shout to shout to Ray Ripley going over Oscar. Decent match, could have been better. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I'm not gonna hold this over Ray. Um, just because they're, they're trying their best, the fan was right with her. Um, so I'm never gonna hold this. Oh, I don't hold matches over anybody unless they talk of that shit. And you can't have that that it literally was shit. But in terms of Rhea, I'm not gonna hold this. She's just a fucking wrestler, and she's trying her best to put in the spotlight off the fucking rip. Like you can't, motherfuckers. Motherfuckers are most niggas. Most niggas will will cap out. No cap. Put some yeah. shit like that. Most niggas will cap out. So. Yeah, so, I agree. Uh, moving on, uh, Roman Reigns, the big dog, beats Edge and Daniel Bryan. As and that triple threat made up for the whole fucking night too. Yep, that shit right like, there, my dog. Witness that nigga, all right? Edge still can go. Edge can definitely go. Daniel Bryan. Bryan is the fucking goat. And witness this nigga Roman Reigns. Top tier one right now. I swear. Who was the last one we seen like this, bro? It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Like I would like I can't really count the Brock Lesnar runs because it's like that nigga popped up when he wanted to. The closest has to be probably he the original Heel Rollins run. I, man, I think better than that. No, Hill Rollins run had a lot of matches that I didn't. I particularly didn't like. Like, particularly my favorite match. And I say I didn't like the special guy. I like the finish. My favorite match when it comes to um, uh, him and uh, John Cena. Something. Coming out and hitting John Cena with a steel chair for no fucking reason. Oh yeah. And that's man. when I was like, all right, fuck that. Um But uh other than that, yeah, that run this run was really different. Uh, I don't yeah. know, I don't know too many who would have a run like that, dog. I don't know, dog. Like movie with that. I don't know, dog. Um glad to see it. All I know is, all I know is, all I know is, it's about time you niggas just put that respect on that man's name, G. Yeah, 
it's that time. It's the big dog era. Yeah, it's the big dog era. You have to accept it. Like Thanos said, dread it, run from it. It's inevitable. Shit. The man wears a gold fucking glove, G. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> he knows what he's doing, G. He knows it. And the fact, and the fact that that nigga pinned both of them. He wanted, yeah. He said, "I want it to be undisputed that I beat both these niggas." G. And I respect it. G. Now, it, 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 it is good. It's, it's really good that he did that. But it's also long term booking. Yeah. It, technically, the nigga on top of them is the victim. Yeah, so so whoever I think it was Edge on top of Brian. No matter what Brian was gonna do, but I think it was Edge on top of Brian. Yeah, Edge was on top, top of Daniel. So Edge technically is the champion. So how they make that story off that? It is what it is. They, they can they can figure something out if they feel 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 free. So regardless, all I know is that promo on this Friday is going to be of legend. G, it's going to be of legend. Very legendary, G. All I know is put respect on the big dog name, and you niggas that wanted to see old man Edge have another title run. And what it's we don't need that, G. We don't. We don't need it. He can fight Daniel Bryan as many times as he want. He don't need that belt. He can fight Seth Rollins without that belt. He can fight whoever the fuck he pleases. Just know he don't need that belt. Because regardless, he is still one. He is still one. Soup once bad suplex away from his neck becoming Dorito dust again. G. Put respect on it. G. Put respect on it. But um. But yeah. So shout out to Mania. Really good Mania. No problems. Besides night two being pretty mid, but the triple threat match saved it in very good fashion. So shout out to the big dog Edge and D B for that. Um still too early to dictate where we're gonna rank this mania. I really don't like ranking manias like that. It's really tough to do because hey, but I seen people saying it's top ten. So I'm saying top five. So it does have a lot of big moments. Both main events classic main events to me. So that carries a lot of weight. Um, Maybe it's hard to find that in main events. A lot. Um, to have two really good main events, I think that says a lot of room. Yeah. So, like, I have no issues with this mania. Really great mania in terms of just combining it all. Really good. I do hope they. I hope. Because even next year, I believe, I think it's still two nights when they do Dallas next year. But even in the future, I really kind of hope that they keep the two-night format. Even once you're able to go full capacity again, um, keep it two nights. Because let's just say a couple years from now, because our goal is to go, go next year, go to Mania next year in Dallas. That is our goal. But let's just say we, a couple years later on, we decide to go again. And I just know for a fact I'm not about to be at no fucking stadium for ten hours for a wrestling event. Yeah. You can go to LA, so it will be comfortable. 
LA Dallas. would be comfortable, yes. Dallas probably be hot as fuck. It, well, no, it won't be that hot because, like, mainly it's always in April. Like, it's. What the is Dallas? Oh, you, I thought you said LA. Dallas. Yeah, I said, man, I said LA would be comfortable, but Dallas probably gonna be hot as fuck. Nah, I don't think it gets. Let's just see right now. What's the weather like in Dallas around this time of the year? Let's see. Shot the iPhones. Um, do, 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 do. Dallas, Texas. It's 64 degrees. What was it today? Damn, 75 today. Yeah, but Dallas cool. is going to be in a dome because, like, it's going to be where the Cowboys play. More than likely, it's going to be in a dome. So that shit, though. With that big ass TV screen, that yes. shit going to be wild. Very. And more likely, it's going to be full capacity. Because, <laughs> for one, regardless, by next year, enough people should be vaccinated and hopefully COVID hasn't mutated into something worse. Um, but pending, regardless, Dallas is going to be full capacity. Um, so it's a wait and see approach when it comes to that. But I hope they keep the two night thing because people who I know people who went to manias previously, they're always open saying like it's dope, but at eight ten hour day at Mania is draining as shit. At, at any stadium is draining. So keep the format format like this. I think it's a lot better. So I hope they do. Like it's something I really hope they stick to. So, but it is what it is. Um, overall good Mania. Shout out to WWE doing their thing. Shout out to seeing fans back in uh in the stands. Even though this week was back to normal. I think NXT had fans. Yeah, NXT staff had fans. So, shout out to that. But fuck, fuck who was there. They was kind of some ding-dongs. But, um, but yeah. So, in terms of wrestling, everything's been good. Uh, still haven't watched the Jericho Stone Cold sessions yet. Mm-hmm. And, and also, I know a and is doing like some wrestling documentaries as well, which I'm trying to catch and peep. Uh, Dark Side of the Ring starts back next month. First episode's Brian Pillman. Going to be probably another wild episode. Looking forward to it, though. I'm not a big fan of Dark Side of the Ring, so I can do things. You said what? I'm not the biggest fan of Dark Side of the Ring, so I can do things. Yeah, I know. So, but, so, a lot of wrestling content going on currently. So, look for stuff. Look for it. Uh, before we go into the NBA, uh, you want to break down what's going on in UFC. Yeah, man, UFC, a uh, couple things just got announced. Uh, the big July, in July, there's a big match between uh, Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor. Huge fucking match. Um, what am I calling it? Huge match between Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor. They're getting a, a pseudo, they kind of make a um, uh, a pseudo like feud between them, like that's not a big. You know, they saying that kind of is getting the money to the to the people, so I think they're making a little small feud around them. I don't want to say Carter did do it and they're using it as you know fuel for fire, but that's what the fuck is looking like. Um, but happy to see that they match yet. Uh, now so that is definitely going to be in front of fans. We're going to go fucking bananas. Um, 
Okay, UFC 266, which is September 4th, so this is a from now. So Blackowitz versus Brother Kashir has been announced. Shout out to Yon, get another title minute. Hopefully he can go, you know, defend his shit twice and just be, you know, a, 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 a person who can hold their title for a minute. Not that many people who can come and touch Yon right now, unless Izzy try again, but I don't think that's happening. Um, so, yeah. Um, not this week, but the week after that will be a big uh, title main event. Um, and the three times you're online, Wei Young, Wei, uh, Wei Young G, how do you say her name? And as in the first in UFC, I guess Lowell's on the New Year. You got Valentino Shoshenko, I think, but I guess I Jessica Andrade. And you have um, uh, Kumaru versus Kumajiro. Um, they have made a bit like there. Should be a nice card. I think this Saturday is uh, Gasol versus um, Water Ritter. Uh, winner of this match most likely will be the person who goes against Izzy next. Probably on that September card. Um, so, yeah. Looking forward to these matches coming up in the UFC. Uh, still no word of John Jones fighting Chris Vigano. I don't think we'll ever hear any of that until like probably close to July. Um, and hopefully we go on that um that kind of thing. But other than that, I'm good. All right, cool. So that's what's going on in the UFC world. Uh, off to the NBA. I want y'all to do something a little different with the NBA this week. So, uh, our, we're going to try to do weekly observations before we actually go into the main shit that we're going to talk about. Like, I know we're going to hit Ben Simmons and his comments and Jamal Murray injury, which goes into uh, a dialogue about Adam Silver and why he will never see the blessings of heaven. <laughs> but, but um, so, a couple things I noticed this week. A lot of you niggas kind of old. The Lakers an apology. A lot of you niggas thought they was not going to win a game. Uh, lately, they are on. I think. Here is your sports update. Alexa, stop. Thank you. So, with that being said, um, like I was saying, the Lakers did their thing. Uh, I think they finished this road trip four and three. So, which is solid. Um, a lot of in and outs in the lineup. Drummond was in and out. Uh, Marcus Gasol's in and out the lineup. Uh, I think. Uh, Kuzma missed the game. Uh, Trez got ejected. A lot of bullshit, but they won the games that they were supposed to win. Stole a game against a couple teams they, they had no business probably beating either. I respect what the uh, what I'm saying from the Lakers right now. Um, Drummond's slowly getting into things. Laker fans, you need to relax. Let that nigga uh, that nigga didn't play a basketball game since fucking ju- since January. Give him a break. Um, but respect what I'm seeing from the Lakers. The Celtics are slowly starting to get together. Tatum's hooping. Um, shout out to him. And, uh, you niggas, uh, starting to look really funny, uh, saying that Dane is going to be out here in the field and shit like that. But that Blazers team is still the fucking Blazers. And I told you niggas about them fucking Blazers. So those are a couple things I noticed the past week. Um, so, my thing that I noticed, I don't know if you said it in the beginning, you'll probably bring talent to me to do it. Uh, 
KD is top five in per no. Yeah, top five Twitter figures. I'm not even just celebrity. <laughs> now of course people got receipts about the whole unk thing. Told some niggas, like you 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 call this nigga unk that's disrespectful to your real uncle. Some shit. Like you listen to validation from the nigga that's disrespectful to your real uncle. Like fuck. Like a, a celebrity told me that shit. I had to be a hold of him. How she feel. Um but he just going crazy on like Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp deserved a clown, pushed a fucking Twitter agenda that was false, and he is refusing to apologize on it until he probably go on undisputed stuff. It's fucking stupid. Um, other than that, like, KD just been going crazy on Twitter, which is still it. I, I listened to the Ethics podcast. You, did you get a chance to listen to that shit? Mm-hmm. You had one with Draymond? KD. Uh, KD podcast. Oh, yeah, not yet, no. I heard the quote came huh? from him, but I heard the quotes that came from him, but... Even though that. I do believe that... <laughs> that a lot of that shit, I do believe, kind of... I don't want to say it's cap, but I believe it's cap. Uh, of, like, how are them two niggas? Um, how KD became a warrior? Because in one of them... In one of them situations, he was like... I think Draymond called, and he asked KD, you see this? And he's like, yeah... All right, let's do it. So, saying, basically him saying that it has to be talked to them becoming a team be, even before that fucking Western Conference Finals. Yeah. Look. They played Look. together in the Olympics. So, if that's the case, motherfucker, the game is the game. What can we do about it? Um, but still, that's kind of fucked up. All that to be the ball that made in the East. But um, I uh, what about say? But yeah, KD did his thing uh, on Twitter, clowning fans. Anybody telling him to take the he he should be bigger than this nigga. Fuck you, nigga. I'm not nigga. Imagine his fucking mention. I know he probably got notifications turned off, but just looking at fucking Twitter and probably seeing your notification bar at like one k, just because niggas tagging you and everything, is probably fucking draining. So clap the fuck back. I know that makes it worse because more people gonna probably want to test that clap back. But nigga, fuck them. Um, KD, yeah, is Katie a little gordy? Yes, but he still, you know, some some SoundCloud rapper told Katie and all the rules and all that stuff. He's like, you know, I'm, the sound, the gangster SoundCloud rappers coming from the new log off. So it is what it is. Um, South Katie, respect. Well, yeah, so, um, well, yeah, so Katie is that nigga, uh, Shannon Sharp, you should know better, but then again, your, your partner Skip Bayless, so, anything. Skip Bayless, Skip, anything, Skip Bayless, this is the thing, because he was like, well, no one comes from Skip Bayless. One, people have came from Skip Bayless, let's go look at the Richard Sherman interview, where he basically said I'm better than life than you. Um, Charles Barkley still wants to see that man's fade every time he has somebody say Skip Bayless' name. Um, so that's how the multiple people. That nigga, what's the nigga name? Is it Tim Ledger from ESPN? Yeah. Fucking sent that nigga to God. Um, told him he never played a, 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 a real game of sports in his fucking life. Um, oh, somebody told him Rose. he averaged two fucking points. That was Jalen Rose. 
Jalen Rose told me he Jalen Rose told me he only averaged two points and was never on first take until Skip Bayless left left ESPN. Um, <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. Um, man, he's a media personality. Of course, media personalities are always going to have um, what's that called? They're always going to have uh, like tapes just to have people watching, but. Like Skip Bayless say shit out of you know. He says shit out of. I'm about to lay a hot take. It's opinion. As much as so many white people and horrible black people that hate LeBron James for no reason will say, um, will, will agree with that. It's still a hot take. Shannon Sharp quoted some fake shit and is doubling down on said fake shit. Fuck out of here with that. Over the fact that you have. Like, I love a fan of a person who never acknowledges it. Like, Braun never... Now, look, if he getting paid by Clutch Sports on the side, do you, big homie. But if you not, and your whole job is to make sure you bring LeBron James' name up during a talk of basketball... That ain't right, bro. The hoes watching, man. And I know you get. I, I I know you end up getting Eddie Murphy's wife, Greta Cosman. I haven't heard shit from her since. So I don't know how that. I don't know what happened after that. <laughs> Look, I, I don't know. And I'm never calling that nigga Unk. The fuck up out of here with that shit. Whoever came up with that shit, I got one uncle. His name was fucking Warren. And no, I got two uncles. Another name is Now. He's shorter than me, which is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> But fuck that. I ain't call this nigga Hulk. Never. Nah. But yeah, so Shannon Sharp just one of them goofy niggas. But uh let's go ahead. I wanna talk about Ben Simmons. Uh that nigga been talking real greasy lately. And I respect the energy. Um, I ain't mad at it. So first I think the first one was actually what he said about uh he says the, about the Lakers and the Nets, his uh, thoughts on that. Uh, let me get the exact quote. Uh, let's see. However, Simmons didn't jump to give their rivals praise. Instead, they said the Lakers are the best team, are the team to beat as defending champions. He says, rivalry, I mean, if they keep the same team, definitely, but it's going to be hard to do that. Simmons told reports after blah, blah, we're going for the past champs, the Lakers. They are the ones that won the champions, so you got to give them respect to them. Brooklyn has a lot of talent, but at the end of the day, there's only one ball, and you got to play defense. So we got to come in prepared mentally. So pretty much told them niggas, A, hey, we worried about the niggas in the black and gold. <laughs> I mean the purple and gold. Y'all cool and all, but we think Simmons is talking that shit. I ain't mad at him. Uh, your thoughts on this quote? Right. You know, of course. He most likely will eat them fucking words. It happens. But they'll have the same record in the West. Two, I mean, same record in the East. Two top teams. And they was going against each other really, really fucking soon. I ain't putting no respect on nobody in terms of competition like that. It is the match to have, even though somebody getting probably bullied by either the Heat or the Lakers before they even see each other. I mean, the Heat or the Boston Celtics before they even see each other. Or maybe even Giannis surprised these niggas. But 
He talking cash shit. What can you say? I ain't mad at it. I ain't supposed to be mad at the nigga. Like, I don't know, media personalities who who, who love, who who would love, who create this controversy type of shit would love to take Ben Simmons down to pay because he can't fucking score a bucket to save his goddamn life. But who gives a fuck? Do you want him to be like, yeah, man, I can't wait to go to this and next in the final. It'll be a jolly, a jolly good show. Like, fuck no. Like, fuck that. Fuck him. Like, I mean, not him, but fuck him. <laughs> so. But. I think Kyrie took that shit personally. Did they lose? Yes. Kyrie still dropped 30 by himself. KD was like, fuck that. I ain't about to play this high intense ass game. <laughs> he sat out. And Harden, because Adam Silver is a. Uh, I will run your fate. I don't give a fuck how tall you is, sir. Water in your face. Oh, um, <laughs> it's uh, it's tall as I mean, my bad. Harden is injured, so he couldn't play. But you're gonna have to back them words up if y'all see each other in that Eastern Conference Finals because they coming, dog. They coming it's just the way it is, man. Just the way it is. Now it would be cool. I think Daryl Morey probably not a coach against the nigga that you know he created, so to speak. Not coach, but have, probably have a game plan. Still got still got beat KD. I know the Lex got to beat Joel Embiid, but we seen Joel Embiid get mollywopped in a playoff series. KD has only lost to greats, so I, I don't, I don't like, I don't know how you, I don't know how you like, like they KD series lost and who the fuck beat him? All them niggas going to be in the Hall of Fame or in the Hall of Fame? You deal with that shit. <laughs> you deal with that. How you deal with it? I don't know how you gonna deal with that. But like I ain't mad at what Simmons said in regards to the Nets or the Lakers. Like, but regardless, it does it puts a bigger it puts a bigger bullet. Well, we're not bullet target on the Sixers. Simmons specifically because it's like we both, especially you, been more critical on Simmons this year more than I have. Um, so it's more like, well, nigga, you gonna play a role in whether or not these niggas you beat these niggas if you get if they play each other. So, or at least Philly's success in come playoff time. So, I'm like, we already know Ben Simmons is more than likely to shoe in to win a uh, defense player of the year at this point. Which literally is to shoe in. Uh, numbers don't lie, and his quotes don't lie either. So, so what's the off chance that it has that ever happened? And I'm pretty sure it did on like a fucking OG team. And technically, Jordan and Giannis did it. But you have a team when there's a defensive player that I wanted once. Now, oh yeah, I didn't Iverson do it with Tombo, or no? Yeah, I didn't say with Tombo. Uh, yeah, I think that's in recent memory. I think that's the only team in recent memory. So shout out to them niggas being able to do that. Like I said, technically, Giannis and Jordan in a league they fucking on, which I still think. They did Giannis so fucking bogus by doing that. Because whatever happens for Giannis in terms of his career, he's going to live up to a year in which he won Defensive Player of the Year and MVP in the same fucking year. And that's compared to the goal. I know that's neither here nor there, but that's Comparable to Mike and arguably the greatest center ever, Hakeem, depending on who you talk to. So, to me, Kareem is still the best center ever. But, um, but yeah, like, I just hope Simmons is ready because, like, Cause now this thing, you're the one probably guarding Katie. 
your job is to limit KD to somehow shoot below 50%. He's going to drop 30. Make that a nasty 30. That should be the goal. But um, but there's one thing that the Sixers do have. They do have Joel Embiid and just keep that nigga healthy. They got Joel Embiid. My nigga, <laughs> what should we talk about? Fucking Harris ain't ass. Um, so Tobias Harris coached by Doc Rivers is a form. <laughs> it's a form. I don't know what it is, but when that nigga's coached by Doc Rivers, it's a form. He's a different Tobias Harris. Yeah, let's just hope Doc Rivers don't blow a three zero lead. I mean, three one lead. Uh, his name will foul be drafted for the mud. What's next? What? Um, but oh, yeah. and the Rudy Gobert shit. Yeah, so he dropped forty on Rudy Gobert. If you mad. And him saying he dropped 40 on Rudy Gobert. Literally, be mad at everybody else who talks shit about Rudy Gobert. At this point, Rudy Gobert is not asking for it, but he's just going to... Y'all niggas, crowned Y'all gave this nigga, that nigga name. Y'all gave this nigga. I ain't seen Rudy Gobert bad. Whatsoever. Top five seven One year. <laughs> one year. He deserved that, that defensive player of the year. Y'all gave him AD defensive player of the year. He has Every one AD. knows this shit. He has ADs defense player of the year. He has one of those two's ADs. I don't know why he still he won it. I guess you can pull up advanced stats and shit like that. Even though Lakers had the number one record in the West, no, no, the top no, no when he West. was on the no when AD was on the Pelicans, he took that one. No, he took last year's too. I, he won defense player. No, Giannis won defense I mean, player I mean, of the year last oh, year. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Giannis took that one. We can talk about that later. My bad, but he did take ADs on the Pelicans. Now look. No. Wait, he won two in a row. He Fuck. won two in a row. One, one, one. He rightfully deserved more than likely. And then the next year, it was him, AD, and Embiid in that order. And he won. Well, oh, yeah. They didn't give it to Joel, uh, but they didn't give it to AD because of, I guess, was that the ass out year? No, I think AD that year, that's the year they made the second round and got. Knocked out. So by wait, who won at the uh, who won at the year? Um. Uh, Giannis won MVP. Giannis won his first MVP. I think they gave that to Draymond. They or, couldn't have gave no, it. No, 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 but that's Cap. I thought Rudy won. I thought Rudy won after Draymond. Mm-mm. Hold on, let me look it up real quick. Because uh, we are the threes from the ring, like factual information. D. Poi, NBA. Let's see. Winners and nominees. Let's see. 2019 was Rudy Gobert, yeah. Gian- Giannis, Paul George. 2018 was Rudy Gobert, Anthony Davis, Jordan B. That's the year when I feel like AD should have won. But then that was the year when he wore the t-shirt. Oh, okay. Wait, yep. Okay. 2017 was when Draymond. Okay. Yeah. So, 20. So, 2016 Kawhi. 2017 was Draymond. 2018 Gobert. The first, that, that's the year where I feel like he don't he didn't deserve it. Cause no, AD, it has to be the 19. Yeah, it was the 2019. Was I feel like he rightfully deserved. Giannis the came in second. He though. rightfully deserved the 19, in which you all look at. 
Jordan B had probably a good year. No, it was 2018. The only reason they didn't give it to fucking um, uh, AD is because he had the that's all t-shirt and he was leaving that fucking thing. No, that was 2019. They wasn't even nominees. 2019, the nominees was Rudy, Giannis, and Paul George. 2018 oh. was AD's. That was the year when... Okay, this uh, 2019, yeah, he definitely... Because I ain't giving shit to Paul George. And I refuse to Giannis to have back-to-back double years. Fuck that. Um, so, yeah, 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 yeah. You like, 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 you like. Oh, well. Um, but shout out to Rudy Gobert. Um... But he did score. Like, a lot of... Well, motherfuckers not stupid. Like, it's a scorer's fucking league. So anybody can say they scored on Rudy Gobert and got some points. Like, he plays the he plays the position in which I'm going to get fucking poor buckets on. I don't care who the fuck you are in the league. Like, it does not mean necessarily defending on Bert. I don't care who you are. We talk about AD and, and him being a defensive anchor and things of that nature. He get bucket scores on him. Like, fucking... Who, Giannis? Giannis get bucket scores on him, man. He has a defensive player of the year. Draymond get fucking ran through the ringer, too. A lot. But yes, <laughs> why the niggas probably had 35, 40, such and such. Them niggas was able to keep them at those low-ass numbers. Well, not low numbers, but at those numbers on a hot night on any other fucking night, they probably would have had 20 points shooting 30 fucking percent. And, and yes, Ben Simmons was on a hot night as well. If this was a regular Ben Simmons game, he wouldn't have had eight points. Because you going against other teams that don't have Rudy Gobert in the fucking East, and you can't get over 15. So I and, and this is not this is not like, oh, this is not his play style type thing. I rock a bunch of summons. But you see fucking before the Bulls have Vucevic, you saw fucking Lauren marketing in game right there. What was that? What's the tall white nigga name? Fucking on the Bulls, tall Lori ass Markin. white nigga. Lori Markin. No, 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 no. Other tall white nigga. Because you know Wendell was injured, so they had to have another center. It's tall white nigga, right? No, it was uh, damn, I forgot his damn name. Uh, Garland. I don't fucking know. Look, you see that, like you Mitchell Robinson not here, so you know in the Knicks they ain't got the the, the fucking Taj Gibson. I think I don't fucking know, like. You 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 can't score over twenty points, nigga. You ain't get twenty points tonight. I don't believe. And DeAndre Jordan was the force you had to go against. So I don't want to hear that shit. Um. So he was hot, <laughs> but the same situation. And I, I somebody said this on Twitter, and I was like, eh. But I do believe it too. The same situation in which you said about Rudy can be said about you. Because Jordan Clarkson, I think, dropped 50. And that's your position, my nigga. You did that, that to your life. That, that was off probably the bench. Your, that's your main man off the bench. I don't know how often y'all was on the court together, but he sat 50. Um, Either your coach ain't make the adjustments or you got cooked. Yeah. Now, I think you got cooked. So, like I said, I rock with Ben Simmons. There's not a time I don't pick him when we draft and lead and shit like that. So, except for that one year. But shout out to that league blowing up. And um, yeah. Uh, what's next? Is all it right, the I so, Adam Silver show? Yes. So, all right. So it's been we already well aware of the NBA's injury bug. Um, it's gotten worse. Uh, so 
already off the top of my head, that's count all injured superstars. Also, uh, AD and LeBron will be back, according to Watch, uh, as announced this past week, this uh, earlier this week. Uh, AD, I think, is supposed to be 10 to, 10 to 14 days. So he's probably another week and a half away. And LeBron is two to three weeks away. So uh, beware. <laughs> be very, very aware of danger is looming. But anyway, but LeBron AD's hurt. Um, we have who else is injured? Um, ma, 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 ma. Somebody else major recently got injured. Well, Steph got hurt. Tailbone injury. You know, that's more of a freak accident. Uh, we have uh, Embiid suffered an inj- a very scary injury scare. Um, then KD, James Harden. Kyrie's just taking his PTL, so none of his injuries really count. A lot of all-stars suffering injuries. Mm-hmm. Then, very tragically, in the very last minute of the game, Jamal Murray suffers a very nasty knee injury, torn ACL. In the midst of this, these guys coming back from a very pointless All-Star weekend, they are playing five games in seven days, multiple times. Now, some people sit with and say, well, I work five days of a seven-week of a seven day seven day work week congratulations we all do but you're also not running up and down a court banging against grown-ass men dunking shooting a ball and having to defend grown-ass men and then having to also be away from your family travel get COVID tested 14 times a day and what else am I factoring? Practice when they can. And shoot arounds. Pub- talk to the media. And all that other draining shit. Physically, mentally, that's a lot. And you still playing basketball five days. I mean, five, five games in seven days. That's a crap ton of basketball for anybody. Especially grown as adults who, who for some of these players... Especially younger bodies, even some of the older bodies have been playing basketball since they were freaking eight, seven, eight years old. Organized. And that's not talk about how the AAU circuit goes. So a lot of these niggas' bodies have mileage. Some of these younger niggas have ACL injuries at the age of fucking 13. So with all that being said, these niggas got a lot of basketball on their ass. And you telling them to say, hey, we want you to play professional level basketball five times in a week. You know what's fucked up about that? Because Jamal Murray and Yoti, even though he's a superstar now, they're not at that level when they can say, I want to sit down this game and see people. Especially Jamal Murray. Like Jamal Murray, if, if Jokic was sit there and tell uh Mike Malone either minimize my minutes this game or let me sit out, I'm sure he would at least get a big hmm. He'll look at the schedule and be like, Who we playing against tonight? 
Todd Gibson, yeah, sit your ass down. I don't care. <laughs> Jamal Murray, no, not not so much. No, not yet. And I understand, you know, I understand that. Um, but you know, like the Currys and the KDs, the the Bronze, even though Bron don't do it, I think Bron don't sit out so his body won't get used to being non-active. I think I think he literally stays. You know, he, he participates not to stat down like some people do. Probably at the end of the game. Some is some some are stat padding moments, but he play. But, but he, if he can play, he can play. I think he want to keep his body in shape. So when he do need to go to that long haul, that long stretch, he used to it, right? See an old ass man in basketball. You, I don't care what you say. Just like me, when I get up from my fucking desk at work, I mean from work, I'd be like, ugh, because I've been sitting down all fucking day. But um, in terms of um, like them, like they don't get a chance to say they got to, and they still trying to etch their time in history. You know what I'm saying? They still trying to make a name for themselves, so they can't really say I don't want to play this fucking game. Unless they got like you know a, a small sprain that they can you know rely on and say yeah let me sit out but no you expect them to play these games most of the time they didn't even have fans to play the games in front of you expect them to go on a road for these road trips the bubble understandable they didn't have to go that far the biggest hurdle for them was not being able to see their family which is a big thing but you know in terms of playing the game of basketball they still didn't have to travel things of that nature this they're still traveling. Some of these players are coming off of 78 days of rest and in terms of basketball playing. So some of these people didn't even have a summer fucking break. Like, etch that shit, bro. Like, and you know crazy? You wonder why some teams are doing so well. I'm sorry, and, and in terms of they're not doing extremely well, but they're doing better than other, like they was last year. Let's think about it. Uh, New York Knicks didn't have to fucking play in that bubble. No. Stay home, got ready for the next season. Their record ain't the best right now, but it's better than last year because guess what? They're fresher than everybody. And Think about that shit. In a new organization overhaul somewhat. Some shit like that, I guess. Don't want to, I, I want to say Chris Paul is a main factor to build that team up. But guess what? Them niggas fresher than everybody as well. They were still in the bubble, though. How many days of rest they had compared to LeBron, though? A lot more. They had a, they had a summer's break. I'm pretty sure they had, like, over 100 days or some shit like that. Probably yeah. 90. That's still fucking three months yeah. of rest. Yeah. From a grueling fucking season. Yeah. So, right. the Jazz got booted, what, second round? First or second round, I don't remember. Yeah. First and round. And then, like, thinking about, like, I know Jimmy was dealing with COVID, but still, like, I'm pretty sure the legs on some of the young guys, especially, who ain't used to playing this fucking much, like the Tyler Heroes, the Duncan Robinson, I know them niggas tired because they was in the finals with fucking LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And they had <laughs> to play more minutes. And had to play more minutes because niggas was dying. Them niggas was fucked. From the get-go. So you can't tell. The Nuggets had two game sevens. They had three. They came back from 3-1 twice. And also went to what? Five, five or six with the Lakers? I think they went five with the Lakers. Somebody said six. I'm like, I don't remember them going. I'm like, I could have five. it was a five-game series. But, yeah. Yeah, I think the Lakers in five was a mean because of that shit. But still, 
Think about that shit, bro. Think about that shit. So I don't want to hear it, to tell you the truth, about this is their job, put them up at a bootstrap. Uh, back then, fucking, you know, they were Fuck them niggas back then. Half of them niggas can barely speak because of how they played. So fuck that. I don't give a fuck. They decided to play that. Nobody watched fucking basketball back then. Niggas caught that shit on VHS. So, like, what the fuck? You give Take a fuck about that shit? Basketball didn't get popular until Magic and Larry Bird started feuding. And you can quote me on that shit. That's a fact. That's, that, that's legit a fact. So, I, I don't want to hear that shit. Them niggas have to work at the fucking steel mills. Because they got fucking paid peanuts to play recreational basketball. So, them niggas are non-factor. Shout out to Bill Russell. Shout out to Wilt. Shout out to them crackers. But fuck them niggas. <laughs> What the fuck? Adam Silver was always dedicated as the players nigga, whatever. In terms of in terms of trying to build the NBA as a modern brand, he did some shit, right? Social media engagement, even though it's fucking toxic as shit. In terms of um like worldwide, you know, things like that. A lot of players are big in China except for James Harden, and it usually it just used to be Kobe. So you know, oh, <laughs> uh, but, but look, that's just. <laughs> but um, like in terms, he did that way. But in terms of like the studio play as well, some of these niggas don't want to play. You got you got games, every fucking game in some weeks back are fucking lost by more than fifteen points. Cause some of these niggas like, bro, fuck this. The fuck I'm about to go hard for. Yeah. And that's not just, and that's not just because, oh, I'm playing too hard. Woody woo. That's also because why the fuck am I playing hard for when I not even going to become an AC or indoor. I become an AC and I'm getting booted out by fucking that goddamn Brooklyn team who going to make me look shitty the moment I play against them. Prime example of what you just said. The Warriors just tonight, and this is tonight, as in Wednesday, April 14th, 2021, the Warriors beat the uh the Thunder 147-109. Technically they won by 40. Hello? But yeah, like this shit is this shit is not right, man. Fuck that. Fuck Adam Silver. He's not seeing heaven. I don't care what he believes in. I'm not even saying just that. If he was a Christian, he will not see heaven. If he was a Buddhist, he will not enter nirvana. He won't. If he was believed in Hinduism, he would be reincarnated as a fucking rock. <laughs> fuck this nigga, bro. In all honesty. Fuck him. Really. <laughs> The funny thing is, injuries out the wazoo. The league is not as interesting, except for a few teams. Which is normal at this point. No, but no, 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 no. I, I say that's cap because the bubble was interesting. And I know there's been super teams and things of that nature, but at least when you got to the West with the Warriors, certain teams made the Warriors run interesting. When they saw the Rockets, they made that shit interesting. Yeah, LeBron ran the fucking East, of course. But the West always held it down in terms of making shit interesting, right? This shit right here, dog, you ain't got Bron and AD. 
You're missing your stars. That's the problem. You're missing Kawhi, stars. Kawhi and Paul George don't play every fucking game. I think Kawhi's played more games than we give him credit for this year. I know, but he don't play every, right? Paul George, I think, coming off of a petty injury. It's, he's, he has a a weird toe injury or something. Yeah, but he, right? I think he played the last two games, which, like, last four or five, I think, which he's been balling. But he didn't play every game, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, God forbid weird. we talk about the Brooklyn Nets and their injury fucking history. And Kyrie always on sabbatical. But, like. Yo, Kyrie. All right, come on. The defending champs from two years ago is ass. <laughs> I got to look at my brother, but that's ass. You continue talking, Chris. I got to get my brother. Go ahead. But uh, what I have to say is, like, like I'm not one of. It's like. The league has always never been no parody in the NBA. It never will be a parody in the NBA. Like, it's always been one great team, and hopefully somebody takes them out. Or you got one team that's close, and they normally in that conference. It is what it is when it comes to that. But I think when you have injuries to stars, and it's to a consistent basis at this point, it's nasty. It's not good for the league. It's not good for, excuse me, ratings. It's not good for none of that shit. It's like... Even with a sport like baseball, if right now, if Mike, and literally I'm just naming niggas in baseball, if Mike Trout, Tim Anderson, Javi Baez, Chris Bryant, trying to think of other big name stars, Aaron Judge, half the Yankees hit uh, one through five of the Yankees uh, hitting rotation was to all get hurt, plus all the top pitchers. I'm not watching baseball. I barely watch baseball now. But, as an example, nobody gives a fuck. If half the quarterbacks in the NFL, primarily if Pat Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Deshaun Watson is freaking out in massage pause being a fucking freak. Um, and... I can't even think of another quarterback. We're all to get hurt. A lot of people probably not watching football, as an example. Stars carry the brand regardless. So it's not a good look when your stars are hurt, dealing with injuries and all of that. It affects ratings, it affects the product, affects the product on the floor. But also it's just a simple fact of when you're playing this amount of basketball, you're going to get some nasty fucking basketball. Like I will admit, some of the some of the, the product has not been consistently good. Some teams just don't give a fuck, which is why like as Deidre mentioned. Niggas, you will have games where niggas are getting 40 and 50-pieced. And it's almost weekly now. Or almost once a week. Or at least maybe once every two weeks. Somebody's getting 50 or 40-pieced. That's not good. That's not good no matter what team it is. These are professional fucking athletes. Yeah, sometimes the ball goes in the hoop and the ball don't go in the hoop. But some teams legit throughout this season just be like, you know what? Fans ain't here, uh, and honestly, just to conserve my body, I'm going to chuck up a bunch of fucking threes that are unnecessary. And it's nasty. I will admit that because not everybody's meant to be a fucking shooter. But it be that way. I ain't going to sit there and be like, yeah, the Warriors played a role in how that because everybody think they got to play like the Warriors to win, which is not the case. They still lost twice in the midst of their era, and they're losing fucking now. So look where it's going. <laughs> so 
it's just like and I, and shout out to Pavia Hoops and Brews. I'm uh he tweeted something where it's just like the NBA is at a transitional stage how it was in old like the early two thousands, where it's just the style of play is just gonna be a little bit nasty until somebody finds a cool different way of playing the game. Okay, right. It's a monkey right. see, we monkey, have see monkey see monkey see dudes lead. With style of play who are certain dominant in the league, right? Then you have people who, like fucking Jordan, in which that shit didn't matter. I'm going to whip that ass, right? Kind of like in Jordan time, it was more of, if you had two big men, working on post. You had fast guards. that was majority of the league. You had fast guards, shit like that. You know, work that way. Point guards are meant to to, to facilitate while other people do their fucking job, right? Cool. Mm-hmm. Towards the end of Jordan era, same thing. Defense was probably more of a of a factor, probably during the time when Jordan was done, and you went into like the the situations where you would see like the the Jack, I mean the, the the Nets versus Lakers and shit like that, when games would go up to sixty points and seventy. That was some nasty ass basketball. You know, more of like defense or a lot of ISO ball, right? Especially nasty towards, ISO you know, ball. when we got to. To I, I, Iverson and Mel, you know Iverson and and Tracy McGrady era and Kobe, ISO ball out the fucking wazoo. You move, you know I take care of you. Then we get to the Brian Mello era. ISO ball is technically still a thing, but you had certain situations. But with like this, the league was starting to pick up pace because the uh, the seven seconds or less sons were starting to get prominent around that time. So, and then you have certain players that probably was. You know, you have the bronze. You have more players that was kind of like Jordan Eskin. Like, you can have a fucking team that's based around two big men to this. I don't give a fuck. I play the way I want to play. So you had, you want to get more utility players, not such as bronze players, but I can do a lot of things on this court that beyond my position. Then you get towards the 2010s where you need stretch bigs and from, you need a lot of people who can facilitate the ball. That's more before the 2010s, but you need people to facilitate the ball for the three. Then you go to the 2010s when the Warriors' offense was adapted from like what the Spurs fucking had, and they ball created movement, space. ball movement, fast seconds or less type shit space. that you were saying earlier, but creating space, setting screens more and more and more, and all that type of shit. But now it's like you chuck up a fucking three, and you play it go in. Like certain players that shooting threes shouldn't be shooting threes. Right, I get if you open, right? That's the case. But you have people in the league that shooting threes who, if they were open players, they would still be shooting 30% threes alike because they can't fucking shoot threes all the time. That's not their spots. That's not what they were trained to do coming into the league, right? You got the curves right. The one, it worked out because the Warriors one had niggas who, who were all around good players. Like, and also the system. Iggy, but, will, Iggy will run. The system was right. But Iggy, Iggy will go into the paper. That wasn't Iggy's primary job. Your primary job would be like a utility guy, right? Especially when somebody's off the fucking court. Like if you got Draymond off the court, Iggy will play like Draymond role of defense, also facilitating the ball because Steph Curry mm-hmm. ain't the fucking best. You know, suit, like like real point guard, so to speak. Steph Curry is one of the better point guards of all time. But he ain't like a real point guard. Um at this point, he's not like before Steve Kerr. That nigga was getting averaging double doubles at assists. True, uh, but but Steph Curry at his best. We want the absolute best of Steph Curry. He's more of a 
shooting guard. Set these screens for me. Let me run off. Let me let me play without the ball. I'm gonna get my shots right. Or if I have to ISO, ISO shit like that, right? But they had people like Clay Thompson who, open or not, can shoot at a forty percent fucking clip. Steph Curry, shoot it from half court. And it's not like oh, it's because they let them do it. No, that's just how fucking good they are. If they were that good at it that they had what you call the infinite green light. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And then, yes, you got people like people. I think some teams realize that, okay, certain teams adapted this style of play. We can do it too. James Harden, when they adapted that three point, when the Rockets became the leader, three point team in the league, they got motherfuckers who can shoot. Did it bite them in the ass at a time? Of course. Yes, yes. Nobody didn't know how to do anything but fucking shoot the ball at that point. But James Harden, one of the best players ever, will go down probably top 20. Chris Paul, <laughs> considered the best modern-day point guard of all time, top five if you want to keep it up. They're going to make they're going to make their threes because they're just smart players. Then you pass it to Aaron Gordon, who can shoot above 30%, pass it to whoever else who out their team. Who can shoot that? PJ Tucker, who can stretch the floor and shit like that. You was going to have success that way. When we look at teams like Saka fucking Mento, <laughs> you go, our hometown Bulls. Look at teams like look at them like who are your team gonna shoot forty percent like stuff? Sacramento spend. Sacramento spent money on Buddy Hill just in case people thought he was going to be the next Steph Curry. And Buddy Hill can shoot. He's actually a shooter. He's a shooter? But should he take as many shots as he does? No, like that nigga literally, like that, they, I, and this is the, my main problem is just, okay, Buddy Hill's legit a shooter. He was a, he was a shooter in college. Like I remember that nigga was lighting shit up in college. Comes in the league. He, of course, he's going in a shooter in a more of a shooter's league. That don't mean I still want him to chuck up eight to ten threes a game. No, that's being extremely unreasonable. No, same even with yeah Duncan Robinson, sharp fucking shooter. I still don't want Duncan Robinson to sit there and be like, well, I want him to shoot once again seven to ten threes a game. Now if he's hot, he's hot. But when you look at probably attempts, I'm pretty sure Buddy Hill probably leads the league because I think he, he's just at a ridiculous amount. I think they legit told the man just shoot 12 threes a game. But it's the insane amount the clip is. And that's the problem. Certain players, no. Like, no. Like, if you hot, you hot. Like, even, even Steph don't go as crazy unless – Unless Steph just feels the asshole in him, just like, yeah, I'm feeling it today. If it don't go in, it don't go in. But still, eleven threes today. But I mind you, that shit was smart. Yeah, like it's not. It's shots that he know I'm gonna make it seventy percent of the times, and I'm not. Because for him, it's not a bad shot. There's no such thing for him as a bad shot. Anybody else? Not not. It shouldn't be more than fucking thirty people in the league. Averaging more than fucking seven threes. I Attempt. agree. Attempt. There's better ways to get to the point. Like, I think Draymond was sitting on the podcast or KD or some shit like that. No, was KD was doing, they did a, um, you know, Twitter got the fake clubhouse thing. Yeah. 
I think they was on that. I was listening to that too. And this is all for like content reasons and stuff. It's good to hear basketball players actually talk the game instead of we relying on fucking the horrible thing that is basketball media, right? So when when KD was saying, he was like, yo, like we could we yeah, my teammates can shoot threes, but I could foul my shot at the mid-range. James Harden can get to the paint and foul his shot at the mid-range. And God, everybody knows that everybody mama knows that Kyrie is the best player in the league who can play under the basket, but he also can shoot a mid-range to the three when you need him to. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, are they great players? Of course, they're some of the greatest. But if they realize that the three-point shot is not the only fucking shot, why can't other people realize that? It's more along the line of the system, and this goes this back to systems are meant to be broken. If you look yeah, at, yeah, I agree. But, that, Rockets, but but like okay, one series where you realize they miss twenty plus of them things, <laughs> and all they needed to do was just somebody outside of Eric Gordon say, "Fuck it, let me go make a layup." But that's a different story for a different day. But yeah, I agree. Systems are meant to be broken, but. It's also the fact of okay, for the net Nets is a unique situation because you have three dudes who's probably going to shoot the ball at least fifteen times each, and is they the have. Net, is the Nets that much of a unique situation? Is the Nets that much of a situation? Unique Lakers, in a sense. Unique Lakers in a sense. Two unique in two in a, I wouldn't call LeBron at this age right now a triple threat player. He does that ugly step back three. He does that 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 he can get to the paint, but I want to say he's an efficient mid range shooter. Probably can hit a couple fadeaways when he's saying when he being the fuck. Like when he, when he when he when that when his mid range goes in, it's like that's the scariest version of LeBron out here. Exactly. AD can shoot from anywhere on the fucking court, right? Yeah. But he also relies on getting to the paint. But he, he also but he's more of a mid range shooter. Like he, if he if he'll rather shoot in the mid range. And then he can back down niggas as well inside yeah. the post, things of that nature, right? The thing is. The way Brian as a player, of course, a lot of his teams is going to shoot a decent percentage from three, but that's not what all of them are going to rely on. You can see all the time LeBron tell niggas to cut. LeBron do these type of things. So not just that team, right? The Warriors, the 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 the, the, the great Warriors with Katie and them. Most they, part of the like, offense was Nick. No one to move. Ice your ass up, get you with a mid raid, take you to the rack. Kyrie, I mean not Kyrie, Curry, get you with like that's not so unheard of. Philadelphia. Yeah, you got Seth Curry. He can make them bitches. Tobias Harris can make them too. Uh fucking Tobias more of a mid-range guy though. Yeah. Joel and B can probably make but you look at all Joel and B highlights of this MVP season. This nigga is shooting mid-range, step backs. He fucking Euro stepping in the hole. That's his game though. <laughs> that's that's the dangerous part of his game. We can consider him a stretch big, but he don't always play like this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the thing about MB. He can kill you multiple ways. So, and then look at fucking Giannis. To this day, what Giannis is doing right now is underrated as fuck. But do he attempt many threes? Even though he's telling him to. He will. He he will attempt, I think, I, probably this season, I think he's attempting three a game. And that's to keep you honest. And but, I think the worst thing that ever happened to the league is to say, that your star player should be able to hit a three ball when that's never was the fucking case. Now, shooting, now, there's a difference between 
making it and attempting, like, it's a crime that Ben Simmons would never attempt one. Because you need to at least get a form for when everybody's getting guarded at the max and you got to throw up a damn it, let me try out one. Like, you know what I'm saying? But we know it's not your job. Like, it's Giannis making a three. Of course, if he, if he becomes a Steph Curry fucking shooter, which he never will be, no. yeah, he would be probably the best player of all time. Even if he become a fucking something like a goddamn C.J. McCollum-esque, where he ain't making all them bitches, but he can make it somewhat consistently. Yeah, he would be fucking scary, but he doesn't have to. Who the fuck guards Giannis unless the whole team trapping him? And honestly, Keep him up. And honestly, he just, just needs to be... Giannis just needs moves. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, but the thing is, without moves, Giannis can run into that bitch like a fucking freight train. And this is another thing. Giannis ain't had that much of a fucking break either. This nigga ain't got no type of injuries, bro. Nigga built to fucking last. At the way he plays. He plays inside the fucking paint. This is, like, there's no excuse for this shit, bro. And the worst teams are some of them teams, like, like, there should be, if I'm Rick Carlisle, why the fuck if I'm seeing Luca being that ass from three, I'll continue telling him to take that shit? Because this he is the thing, Luke, and the thing is, Luca can get to the hole at will. If he's shooting 29% in the beginning, he was shooting 15 fucking percent in the beginning of the season. He was. Why the fuck is he still shooting that shot? Oh, he got to get it back. Unless it's the step back, because the... the, the I read an article. Shout out to the article uh, ESPN posted where they had they asked Tony Allen, Bruce Bowen, and uh, Ron Tess how they would guard Luca. Uh, Tony Allen said, "I know that I know that nigga will. I, I'm guarding step back because he can make. He's making that 38 percent of the time, which is ridiculous. Like I don't know how the hell. Well, how many step backs that is a game? I think he says he attempts three a game, if I recall in the article. So like, he was, if the step backs is so say we see go two for three on the step backs in the game. That's three threes that he hit from step back backs. I mean two for three. That's six points that he hit from step backs. But if his overall three point percentage is fifteen fucking percent, that means usually the only shots that he made was a fucking step back, which is a hard or shot drives. to fucking hit. Or drives. <laughs> I mean, well, we talk about just shooting for three in general. Yeah. Oh, shooting from three. The only shot he made. Now no. He's not going to average. He's going to probably have, what, a low 30 percentage from the field, but he ain't going to have 15% from the field. I don't think the ref is going to let that shit happen. But if you shoot 15% and your only fucking made shot is a step back, any fucking defender with a pea-sized brain will realize you just got to stop him from shooting a step back. Hard as it is, I'd rather him shoot five of them bitches and one go in. If it's a 38% clip, he got to make it a 38%. So he got to shoot a minimum of fucking three or four. I'm horrible at math, but I'm thinking I'm kind of right. So if you're making this nigga attempt four step backs and he hit either one or two of them bitches or five step backs and he hitting two of them bitches, what else he doing the rest of the game? Because I know he ain't hitting every shot at the fucking step back on some asshole shit. You're going to be able to successfully guard this nigga. And he ain't a player that you should be able to successfully guard that many games in a season. Because he's that fucking good outside of shooting the three. So you as a fucking coach should be like, hey, Luca, try something fucking else. 
You got Luca doing that shit. Who else you got doing that shit? I would, I you know, in some aspects you would look at Jokic's game. You're like, ah, right, he shouldn't have took that that three, but he has such a different game that is excusable. He, he has a very, <laughs> he has a YMCA ass game. It worked, and but thing is, for him, Jokic can be physical. And you wanna know why it fucking works? You know why it fucking works? Cause it's uncommon. Very Ain't uncommon. no center doing that shit. Baby Sabonis probably do it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But ain't no other center working out the post. All right, he ain't open. Let me grab the ball back. All right, he ain't open. Let me. All right, fucking fade away. Who else doing that shit? Boogie in it. Boogie before uh, he left the Kings. Hey, the Kings didn't even respect that nigga enough. But not that many centers playing like that, bro. I agree. It is weird. And then, but you know, and it's it's not just teams. It's front office saying we need to build more threes because they look at stat sheets. When they look at fucking players that you have on your team. So, yeah. it's weird, man. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird time for the league. Like, once something, the next hot, sexy offensive scheme comes in, everybody else is going to try to mimic as much as I do. I really hope not. That's we we looking at a 60-point game. <laughs> bro, if, gee, if, this is one thing. I, the NBA is perfectly fine with 100-point games being the minimum. Because that's how it was in the 80s. It was a fast pace. Niggas played defense. Niggas somehow still got to 100. It was a fisc- It was just more physical back then. I think the league is cool with offense being king. That's not a problem. It's just how the offense is coming. Because that's the thing. These, these niggas is coming in a lot more offensively gifted than almost ever. Like the moves, the dribble moves. Euros, step backs, all the shit that they see that the greats is doing, they're going to mimic. It's just more along the lines of they're not coming out coming out as smarter players. And also, a lot of these coaches also are just scared to sit there and be like, no, that's not you <laughs> at the same time. And this comes from like an early, early age and like, and all of that. It's just, as somebody, a lot of people say, the players are greater, a lot more athletic, but IQ wise, and even I think Draymond said these niggas not that fucking bright. <laughs> so it's like, and that's part of the problem. So it's just more on like how these kids are coming in, because it's like it is one thing to sit there coming to a situation where like Talent Talent Horton Tucker, prime example, coming in the league. I think undrafted or he did get drafted. I don't remember. But come in. You're a rookie on the Lakers. LeBron is there. So you're going to G League because LeBron don't trust any goddamn rookie. Spend your rookie season as a goddamn in the G League doing your thing. Get moved up. Your job ain't and literally I he will shoot the three, but he's not a good shooter at all. But he but I would see that nigga cut and drive to the lane. Very good getting to the hole. Everybody on the Lakers know they can't shoot worth a damn. They would shoot it to keep themselves honest, but like that's not why they won was because they because sh- they were able to shoot threes at wheels because they made the threes that they needed to make, but they made sure they scored when they needed to score. KCP, when he wasn't hot, he at least said "fuck it, let me get to the front lane and do something." Danny Green, 
when that nigga was ass, <laughs> he he at least did something. He'll get to the lane or something. He at least passed the ball. He'll do something on defense. Like, and it is what it is. Like, I don't believe when people say when you become a LeBron team, you become a jump shooter. I do believe you're going to have to legit be able to make shots because you're playing with a person that's passed first. So it's not an excuse. You go, oh, he became a jump shooter. It's kind of what the fuck you're going to become when your best player on the team is a pass first player. You can say the same thing about Yotik with the Nuggets. A lot of them niggas are jump shooters because of the Either way they you're play. jump shooters or you're going to fucking cut. The common sense thing is... If I see Danny Green cutting, and I don't even play basketball, I'm probably going to get ducked on, but I'm defending. Um, now, when you look at look at that Danny Green, when he was playing ass, he did other shit. He didn't just stand there like this. Now, if you're a Duncan Robinson-esque player, a J.J. Reddick, a Seth Curry, uh, a Dame, even though Dame is better than just a three-point shooter, a fucking Luke Kennard, a Joe Harris, even though Joe Harris, yeah, that KD even said he's better than just a... a Joe Harris is a very smart game? guy. It's very Joe Harris is, has... somebody get game? I don't know. Wait, Luca probably just ganged them. Yeah, second career game. <laughs> yeah, Luca just ganged the... Uh, <laughs> hold on, now I need to see if it's going to be a step back. Hold on, see? Now we for joke purposes, we got to see if it's a step back. Geez, hurry up and show the replay. It was a three and an absolutely ridiculous shot by, yep, three-point shot, ridiculous shot by Luca. Hold on, I need to see this. All right, here we go. Luca goes up. Bro. Now, he just chucked that bitch. G, he threw a floater up, G. You also game one in three-point floater, G. <laughs> Ain't nobody jumping the air and swat that bitch? Nobody? G, I would have I swat the shit out that ball. Because... <laughs> um. <laughs> no, but uh, uh, no, in all honesty, like, it's a horrible time in the league, bro. Not horrible. It, it's, just a, it's, it's a rough time. I'd rather watch this than the, the fucking Pistons win another ring. Um, but, yeah, I don't. It ain't too interesting. I look at the league pass. Like, the fuck, fuck I'm going to watch the Knicks versus the Kings for? Even like, the it's going to be a bunch is... of niggas chucking up threes. The funny is thing cool? is, the Knicks is one of my favorite league pass teams. This shit, I like watching I'll Julius Randle. I watch the Knicks versus the Pelicans. Not watching like, yeah, not, like I'm not watching the goddamn them play the Kings. Fuck the Kings. But like Knicks is a good team to watch in terms of like they're going to play hard. They don't shoot a ridiculous amount of threes because it's a tips coach team. So <laughs> it's going to be some schemes and schematics in there. And Julius Randle's is really good. Been really good this year. And this is and even while we talk about like Zion is a player who doesn't really shoot no fucking threes. He stays his big ass in the paint. Like, let's look at right now. They played the Knicks today. I don't give a fuck about what's going on. Zion had 25, 8, and 7, 10 for 19. He attempted two threes. You missed both of them, but Still, he's been. He didn't say, let me keep going. I got to smack one of these hoes. No, he's been fucking Zion. That nigga, the fucking size of a flat screen TV. Of course, he's going to mollywop some niggas, bro. Exactly. Like, he stays in the paint. Like, regardless. Like, I I think think it was like two straight games where I just looked at Zion's box score. I'm like, no three three attempts. Okay. None at all. Play your game. Play your freaking game. Like, 
And that's what I think a lot of players just need to realize, like, just do your thing. And because honest with Zion, you better pray that man just don't develop a mid range. <laughs> that man don't develop a fucking fadeaway. A post fade. That man don't develop a fucking how fucking uh, how Carmelo Anthony approached the game now. Just cook a nigga and probably just hit a fadeaway. You better hope he don't do that shit and have that pain game. Fucking send niggas home every postseason. Probably still get mopped by any team that's led by like fucking AD or Steph Curry or some shit. But going crazy. But you know, it is what it is, bro. Like a lot of these teams don't even want to play in a play-in tournament because they think it's pointless. Yeah, that and that's imagine working hard for AC just to get mopped by Zion because he said, you know what, I felt like it. Or Luca because he just did what he did and gamed you. Or Steph Curry because he got lucky. Steph Curry playing for a play. Nigga just had 41 today. 11 threes. Yep. Because the funny thing is, all the teams in the playing tournament all are very vocal about, we don't give a fuck about it, but it's like, you're winning games. Yeah. <laughs> because this thing, Dallas is what? Dallas is seven, Memphis is eight, Spurs is nine, and Golden State's fighting for their life at ten. So, <laughs> like, you're fighting to still play. Give me rest for play to come back, bro. You said what? If I was Curry, I wouldn't play in that play in tournament, bro. Rest me for Clay to come back. Let me be because they're starting the season at the same time again, my nigga. So let me get some fucking rest. While I'm playing the playoffs where I can get some rest for a season in which I can go for a playoff push with my second best player on the court. Probably made some trades in the offseason. Got rid of Curry Uber and baby Draymond. Get some real niggas on the court. Well, come on. It's funny how we kind of let Andrew Wiggins go under the radar. Is he plays he play decent defense. When, when he's going against LeBron. Okay. True. Keep <laughs> um, yeah. that maple nigga in Minnesota. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, that's it for me, man. I'm, my head hurts too, so let's end this yeah. shit. Yeah, let's get ready to wrap this up. Uh, but we appreciate you guys for listening as always. Thanks for listening. Thanks for peeping us. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at three S from the ring on Twitter threes from the ring three S from the ring all one word. Uh, copy some merch. We got free shipping. Type in UTM ships if you're on YouTube. You can see the codes right there. Uh, UTM ships for free shipping. And if you want ten dollars off on merch, UTM vibes ten. So make sure you copy some merch. It'd be greatly appreciated. Uh, like I said. Uh, Teespring is give is making it well spring because it's not Teespring no more. But you can create your own domain name, so I might make a direct name for all the merch itself, so make life easier. So hopefully by the time Black Otaku's or Timeless Vibes drop this weekend or next week, you will have that will be up and it'll be on the Twitter pages either way in the Facebook page. But copy some merch, be greatly appreciated. Make sure you follow us on YouTube. On uh, make sure you like, comment, subscribe on YouTube. If you watch, you just listen to the audio, whether it's SoundCloud, Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts. Make sure you subscribe and share. We appreciate the shares. This all brings the uh, makes the brand bigger. We appreciate you guys for listening. And peace. Peace out.